This new beginning in your life has arrived because the universe accidentally caught you in the act of being yourself for a second. From Nat's Numbers, I'm Nat, and this is the Numerology Chick Podcast. Let's decode the superpowers in your chart and in the people around you to create magic, synchronicity, and empowerment in your life. Hey guys, thank you so much for coming back. This is episode 19. I'm going to make this intro short and sweet. Don't try to be more than who you are. Let's dive right in, and I'll see you on the other side. I got a comment on Facebook from McCall. Thank you, McCall, for commenting, asking if I was going to do one more check-in for the month. And I almost didn't. And I think that you're going to understand why. We have both been trying to be more. You know, I wanted to connect with you guys this week like I do every week, but I was blocked. I wanted to be more than I am. I wanted to give you all more than what I am. And then last night, I had this silly little epiphany as I was doing the laundry. And before I tell you that story, let me frame it. Let's talk about what's going on with the numbers behind the scenes. We're still in this one universal month of September of new beginnings, mining for our own individuality, self-confidence, independence. But we're also adjusting and transitioning into this two universal month of October. And we'll talk more in depth about the number two and the really, really yummy stuff that it's going to bring to us. But one of the lower functions of the number two is people-pleasing and conformity. It's sort of assessing what other people want. So you've got like a pen in hand, like a journalist, right? And you're taking notes on what other people want. And then you ruffle up your peacock feathers and you overcompensate, you overperform, and you dilute the richness of your simplicity. You try to be more than the purity of who you are. So it's like in that new creative project at work, you think that you need to do 20 to 30 levels of complexity to make it shine. In that new relationship, you have to prove to your lover that you are the cream of the crop. You feel like you have to be dancing and, you know, have <laughs> be on stage every time you're with them. In that new friendship, you're sitting on the sidelines, keeping them at a safe distance, trying to figure out what they need from you so that you can be their best friend, right? That's what, that's what is metaphorically happening. You think that you have to be more than who you are. And the reason why this feels so bad is because it's non-acceptance. It's denial of the purity of who you are. 
It's like saying that you're not enough. And I know that this is going to sound like a broken record, but remember, they don't even want you to be compliant. They don't even want you to be taking notes. They're actually looking for your leadership. And you just forgot for a moment. So last night, sometimes when I look out through my eyes and I'm observing my day, I think of what I see as this like fun, magical playground, right? That my reality is something that I'm looking at and I can't wait to see what signs and signals pop up to tell me something, to deliver a message to me. So I'm, last night, I'm doing laundry and I'm asking myself, man, what's up? What's up? Where are we at? What's going on? I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to find clarity in this, this muck. And then, then that magical little sign pops up. I hear my boyfriend, Nick, in the office calling his brother on speakerphone. And you guys, this is the silliest, weirdest story that I'm about to tell you. But every time Nick calls his brother, I feel like I am this, this kitty cat who wants to curl up next to him and just start purring. I could just listen to him talk to his brother for hours. It is the most soothing, relaxing, meditative thing. So here's how the conversation goes. His brother answers the phone, and Nick says, Hey, what's going on? And there's this long pause. His brother says, "Mm, nothing. What's up with you? And then another long pause. Nick says, "Mm, I'm on the Cabela's website. They're having a sale on, uh, on some GPS units. I'm going to buy one for our hunting trip. Another unbearable to me (laughs) if I were in the conversation long pause. His brother responds, word, word. And just as a side note here, right? I can't handle these long silences if I was in the conversation. You know, you and I would be like, okay, here's what I'm doing. Here's why. Here's why I should. Here's why I shouldn't. And then in those silent moments, we'd be like, why are they being so silent? Do they disapprove of what I'm saying? Are they busy? They might be eating dinner. Mm, Yeah, they might be eating dinner and they're not telling me. Are they annoyed? (laughs) You get the idea, right? Instead of being in the purity of our singularity, right? Offering up the purity of just where we are, we think that we have to be more. We think that we have to assess and respond in complex, complicated ways to them. So Nick says, I think maybe you should buy one. Long pause. Okay. 
And I'm not even joking. These conversations go on for 20 to 30 minutes. And I'm thinking, what is this about? Like, why did I suddenly become so conscious of this conversation? Why did my curiosity get piqued? And why does it feel so good to listen to it? I remember when Nick and I first started dating, he was driving back from this long trip. It was like a four-hour drive. And for two, two to three of those hours, we were on the phone talking, right? As a lot of us do when we talk to our special people, we can talk to them for hours. I was talking to him about space travel, the cosmos, politics. And he said something that I'll remember forever in that conversation. He said, Nat, do you realize that before I met you, before I met you, my phone bill had an average of like 10 minutes of total talk time a month. (laughs) I think I said, holy shit, what? I talk to my best girlfriend every day for an hour and a half. Are you kidding? I was like, no, no. You know, I call my guys at work and I know exactly what I want to say. And I say it, and then I'm done. In a way, that's what you and I need to hear right now. You know, know exactly what you need to say, and then be done. In a way, that's the most benevolent kind of leadership for yourself and for others. So, from hearing this conversation and from feeling how soothing and transformative it was, to dive into the peaceful simplicity of just a straightforward, easy-to-understand conversation, I realized what's going on for us as we're transitioning into the number two of October. We think that we need to assess and respond to others when, in fact, as a reminder... We just have to stay in our own singular simplicity, which, yeah, it's another crafty way of me talking about leadership, talking about mining for your own self-confidence, remembering that you exist. Now, when I say simple, ooh, 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 I do not mean simpleton. This is, what's an in, this is a very interesting thing. So for instance, if you've got like any sevens in your chart, you might associate that conversation with being a conversation that's not deep enough. But you know what? Simple doesn't mean surface. It doesn't mean ignorance. Simple, it means pure. It, it does mean deep. And what I'm talking about here is I'm talking about allowing yourself to be composed of you and knowing that that's enough. Because here's the thing. This is the crazy thing. This new beginning in your life has arrived because the universe accidentally caught you in the act of being yourself for a second, right? <laughs> where you forgot that you didn't have to perform or prove yourself to other people. That's why the new beginning is here. But when we get the new beginning, we forget. You know, We think that to keep this new thing or make it successful, we need to quit 
being aligned with that simple and pure self. And instead, we got to respond to and add layers of other people onto us. You don't need to do that. You don't need to be more. Just be the quiet, just existing you. Don't add more onto it. So in the show notes, I'm going to put a link to a podcast. This is from the Tim Ferriss show. And he interviewed one of my favorite comedians, Bill Burr. Tim asked him in the interview, what precipitated, what triggered that long, dark period in your life when you were struggling with depression? And what Bill said was exactly talking about the number one, about the necessity to allow yourself to be simple enough, to be in your purity enough, to be able to move out there in the world without losing yourself. So I'm going to kind of butcher the quote. If you want the exact quote verbatim, I'm going to put the timestamp in the show notes so that you can check it out. But here's what he said. He said, I had this period in my life where, where I would be who you needed me to be. And I was friends with everybody, which is not a real thing if you're being who you are. He's like, I had enough screaming, enough yelling, enough fighting in my life. So I just wanted to adjust my behavior so that we could be smooth. We could be good together. But using that as a game plan, you know, eventually you're going to just spin away from who the hell you are. And that's when the anger and all of that other stuff started coming up. That's when I became this different person and I started snapping about nothing for a good 12 years. Mm. So if you're feeling a little bit irritable, if you're feeling frustrated, if you're feeling mucky, it's just simply because you're overcomplicating things. You're overcompensating. You're overperforming. Come back to that inner room that we talked about in, I think it was the first episode of September. I think maybe it was, what, episode 15 or 16? Go back to that inner room and realize that that's enough to be successful in this job, this project, this career venture. That's enough to be loved and cherished and adored by the people in your life. That's enough for healing. And if you feel unsafe going out there in the world, if you feel unsafe connecting with those other people, just take a step back just for a second and realign with the simplicity of you. Communicate what matters and then hang up. Keep it simple by keeping them out of it just for a second. Let others be who they are while you allow yourself to be who you are. And you will be primed and prepped for the intimacy, the deepening of connections, the feeling of trusting others that is potential as we step into October. Okay, guys, that is the podcast for this week. Remember to rate the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. If you like it, let me know how I'm doing and comment on the blog and let me know what's on your mind. I cannot wait. 
I will talk with you guys next week. And if you want to schedule a one-on-one session with me, I am booking up. So make sure to click on the, um, the link in the show notes if you want to dive in soon.